Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm coming off of a high of seeing Beyonce's Renaissance film in IMAX, and boy, oh boy, I'm just delighted, okay? Well, I saw it a day ago, but still, it was amazing. Uh, 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 what Lady Gaga be saying? Stupendous, spectacular, amazing, legendary, iconic. It was everything, okay? Loved it. I'll tell you all about that. I'll tell you what I'm not enjoying so much, and that's one of our Bravo shows that Oh, it's just, it's really disappointing. But I haven't watched a new episode particularly for that because I'm going to do an episode later on this week specifically talking about that show. But I cover a lot of other Bravo shows and tell you what else I'm really, really loving on Netflix, quote unquote, hint, 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 chicken, 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 it involves a squid, okay? And it's not no calamari. Before you get into this episode though, drop down to the bottom of your screen or the top if you're on Spotify and leave me a five-star rating and review. You know, we love those. It's your new episode of Reality and Comics 2. Let's do it. That's right. You're listening to Reality and Comics 2, the podcast that discusses all things scripted and unscripted TV and film. I'm Kendrick. But most of you know me as your mama's favorite black geek. You want some hot takes about the Real Housewives or Love Island, or maybe you want some hilarious insight on the Marvel Cinematic Universe or HBO's White Lotus or Euphoria. Well, you're in the right place. Grab a cocktail, sit back, and prepare to cuss and fuss right along with me. Woo! The death of me. You're my James Dean. You make me feel like I'm 17. You drive too fast. You smoke too much. But that doesn't mean a thing because I'm addicted to the rush. Rather die young. Hello, everyone. Oh, I had a very Beyonce filled weekend. I hope you did too. <laughs> blessings uh it's number one in the box office yes i was there as well shit it was number one because of my tickets alone here them damn imax tickets was 30 dollars to see beyonce now did i buy four of them for us yes but still i was madder than a motherfucker why they had them damn tickets so high you know i go see imax for every marvel movie i go to it'd be like 18 dollars the shit was double that for beyonce beyonce you was playing a little bit you lucky i like you i would have cussed but i didn't okay i I had me an amazing time. Let me tell you, matter of fact, okay. For all of y'all that didn't get to see Beyonce in concert, it's okay. 
the film is kind of just as amazing. I kind of like, I'm so ready to buy it because if, if, if it's some deleted scenes or even a longer version where she keeps seeing all the songs, all the Vogue and all everything, everything, then I'm going to need that because that opening section was even longer than that with the ballads and it was everything. See, I just saw her in September. So I remember a little more about, you know, the order of things, what was in there, what she left out, all of that. But the stuff she took out, it was for a reason because the documentary part of this movie, everything. Okay, these are Kendrick's top parts of Renaissance film that are not the actual concert part. Okay, my no particular order. One of them was the section about Uncle Johnny. Oh, now that section... Look, that took me down, okay? Uncle Johnny was just trying to live his life. Him and Tina was making the fashions. I love how their mom taught him. She knew that he was different. And so she was like, look, as long as you uh, are a help to people, people will, like, love you. They won't mess with you. They'll leave you alone. You know, they, you'll always, you know, be able to bounce back on something. So she taught him how to sew. Him and Tina, listen, they used to make the clothes down, okay? Don't y'all hold House of Darion against her, okay? <laughs> Them were some big-ass jeans. But anyway, uh, Tina, I'm sorry. Don't, if you listen to this, I would love to have your daughter, either one of them, on the podcast. I know that it never happened now, but that's okay. I still would like for it to, just so we're clear. It won't happen. That's okay. Anyway, that part was amazing. That really, like, t- tugged in my heartstrings. The other part, the part about Blue Ivy. Oh, now that part was that I loved that because instead of letting y'all dog asses on the internet talk bad about her, she said, uh uh-uh, uh, I got to keep on going. Her mama said, nope, you're not ready. I'm not letting you perform on stage. She convinced her it was just supposed to be for one stop. She did it. Obviously, she was a little nervous. It was her first time. She got on the internet, like, somehow, and she saw some comments, uh, like, talking bad about her. Y'all, let me tell you something. Y'all big grown asses talking about children on the internet. Y'all got to be so goddamn bored. What do y'all asses do on a daily basis except be bored? I just don't, I don't understand. It couldn't be me, but you know what? Oh, a lot of things couldn't be me nowadays, including, you know what, I'll get into that later. Uh, but that whole section, and then they showed Blue Ivy's whole, like, her best concert, and she was eating the girls up, okay, eating them up, okay? Blue Ivy killed it, and her dancer, Amari, was right there next to her, helping her the whole way. I, I love that section. And then, another section I love was when she talked about being a black woman in business and how she feels like she like no one takes her seriously the first time, so she has to constantly reiterate and say things over again. Because people just assume that, like, she don't mean it the first time. She's like, if I was a man, I would never have these kind of problems. People just listen to me. It wouldn't be a big deal. It is what it is. But, yeah, that's how it is, Beyonce. You a black woman in business, but you didn't got everywhere. You didn't got everything because they ain't got no choice but to respect you, okay? I know that's right. That film, 10 out of 10 for me. I want to go see it again. Not in IMAX, child. I guess you, I, get, I got bills to pay. Beyonce, you can look. Crack my spleen open. I I can't do it again, sis. But I would love to see it again. Well, even better, because of my ass. I would love if you go ahead. Don't make the theatrical run too damn long, okay? 
put this shit out on Voodoo or Amazon Prime so I can, you know, buy it and watch it at my leisure, okay? Now, don't get me wrong. There was a long-ass movie. I have to pause and, you know, take a couple pee breaks, make lunch. Y'all know I eat five times a day now. I got to make a little chicken, make a little rice, you know, to try to be good, keep my car. You know, I got to count my macros. Okay, how much protein is this? How much carbs is this? Put a little bit of olive oil on there. Give me a little fat on there. You know it'd be a lot, okay? So, Beyonce, I, I need time to digest it. So, put it out on the voodoo. Put it out on the voodoo so I can watch it. That'll, that'll be good for me, okay? Now, listen. The girlies and the gays had them a good time in the theater, okay? Baby, I forgot what song came on. When I tell you that, that theater went off. I think it was heated. They had their fans in there. They was clapping on B. Tick, tick. Wait, hold on. Where my fan at? Where my fan at? Hold on. They, they was in there. Tick, tick, tick on hardwood floors, 10, 10, 10s across the board. It was a good time, okay? Beyonce, you know what? I ain't mad about the $30 or more. You did that. That was a good little experience. You did that. I had a good time. I really enjoyed it. So you know what? I'm going to stay off your head. I'm going to stay off your head. I just need to make sure, Beyonce, okay? Now look, <laughs> the people say you've been looking a little light in these pictures. I don't know what's going on, but... I know you'll get you a tan. You'll be looking back to normal, so I'm not going to bring that up either. It just it shook me a little bit, okay? It's, it, 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 it startled me is all I'll say. Um, Let me get on to the actual <laughs> shit I'm supposed to be talking about. Uh, before Let me do a little kind of housekeeping before I get into the show. I really don't want to like, kind of deep dive into two of the shows this week. That's going to be Miami and Married to Medicine, and here's why. Well, a little bit of Squid Game, too. I love Squid Game, the challenge. I'm sorry. I want another season, like, right now. Now, I don't know whether they can justify a show where <laughs> they literally give away four point, what, $4.2 million every season. I don't think that's very sustainable. But I'm into it, okay? I want them to keep going. That shit was very entertaining. 428, I love you. What was it? What, 432, I love you. Whatever the damn number was, Okay. I just know I'm in love. Anyway, I'm going to put out another episode this week. I kind of want to talk about, I'm not talking about Potomac this week because one, I didn't, I just, I didn't have it in me to watch the new episode. I didn't. I, uh, I was, what was I watching? I uh, rewatched, no, I watched Miami for the first time because I didn't watch it live this week. I watched Beverly Hills and then had to do something else. I had to record with uh, Emily, which leads me to that because uh, I'm not going to talk about Beverly Hills either because me and Emily, did kind of a deep dive on the episode earlier the, uh, last week. Uh, what was it, like four days ago? If you're listening to this the day it comes out. So, the last episode, go back and listen to that one. Me and Emily Hanks of She Speaks Bravo, we got together. We talked about the episode from start to goddamn finish. We were tickled. We laughed. We talked about a little bit of everything, okay? But we talked about that episode in particular. Morgan Wade made her appearance uh, looking like... <laughs> sounding like Tom and Jerry on the... That, that, listen... I ain't gonna be able to listen to that voice all season. I'm sorry that's mean to say, but wrap it up. Wrap that shit up. I can't, Kyle, go back to your husband because I can't take that voice too much longer or get somebody else. I'm sorry. I can't do it. It's a lot. It's a lot to handle. That's a that's a voice for you right there. I don't know. I, I can't do it, Kyle. But anyway, we had a lot of fun talking about that episode. So if you do want to hear it, go back. My last episode, download, listen to it. It's amazing, okay? We had a, a lot of fun talking about that. You took me by the hand, made me a man. And one night, you made everything all right. 
I, I said all that to say, I didn't have it in me to watch Potomac. Potomac and me, I don't know if we're getting along this season. I'm not enjoying it, really. And so this week's episode, kind of like I did, I talked about Beverly Hills. I'm going to watch the newest Potomac episode at some point. I'm going to watch it. But I want to talk to somebody about the season so far, how they're feeling it, because it seems to be getting very, very, very kind of mixed reception online. People are either, you know, very invested in this um, whole, did your mama call my mama? Is she praying at altars and shrines against me? This whole storyline, while others are like, uh, chop, give me whatever you got next, replace everybody, I hate this now. It, it, it's, it's, it's a lot going on. It's a lot going on, and I know which side I'm kind of leaning towards, but uh, we're not replacing, you know, not replacing everybody. I go, let me, you know what, let me say this. I was going to save it for the episode when uh, I recorded early next, uh, later, you know, a couple of days. When I record it, I'll find me a good guest to talk about it with. But I honestly think we need to do a little recasting on Potomac. Right now, this isn't working. And I constantly compare Potomac to Miami this season simply because Miami, those girls do not get along, but they show up at <laughs> they show up at every event for the sole purpose of getting ready to argue. And that's the kind of shit I like. That's the country Bama shit that I like. You going somewhere for the sole purpose of arguing with the next motherfucker. I love that. That's everything to me. They're not running and hiding, not scared away. Nobody on Potomac likes each other. Nobody on Potomac is talking to each other. Everybody's ignoring each other. So we just get these weird ass big group scenes where people that don't even really like each other just sit there and talk while people that clearly have the biggest issue with one another will not. It's, it's I got problems, I think, with everybody on the cast right now. It's just a lot going on. Well, not everybody on the cast, but I got problems with a lot that's happening on this show right now. I don't know. I'm just not... It's not It's not my typical vocation right now. And I want to deep dive into that because we all love Potomac. Potomac does what it needs to do on a regular basis. Y'all know how I feel about Potomac Season 4. That is my season. Okay? I love me some Potomac Season 4. So I just have to go back and kind of watch that because, I don't know, Season 8 ain't aiding the way it needs to eight. That's all it is, too. It's just not doing it. I'm... I'm a little bored. Uh, the people I want to step up. I see, I, look, I saw some previews. So I did see that Giselle got in there and mixed the pot up today, which I love that. Love that. That that was very much needed. So maybe this episode won't. Uh, maybe this episode. Uh, did. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I, uh, maybe. I'll enjoy this episode. I'll say that. There we go. Maybe I'll enjoy this episode. I don't know. But I want to talk it through with someone because I don't know. I feel like we need to get it back on track somehow. And I don't know where they go next season with this. I don't know. It's just this is it's a lot that's wrong with it. And I think that, oh, this is all going to say my controversial opinion. I think we can go back to. The original four, so Giselle, Robin, Karen, Ashley, keep Candace only, keep Candace only if she decides to actually show up and film. If she's too busy with recording, then let her, like, go be great, go be a recording artist. People love your music. People obviously come and see you out on tour, so, like, go do that, but leave this show alone. 
everybody else can go. Everybody else is a chop. And then bring in however many, what, three, two or three new cast members. Shake this shit up. See what size they fall on. See what happens. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it. We got to do something because it's way too disjointed right now. The girls don't want to film with each other. The girls don't like each other. The girls can barely stand each other long enough to actually, you know, have a, what's it called? A ponderosa, as Jackie Christie says. <laughs> you better come on with the ponderosa, Jackie Christie. I know that's right. But that's what it is. We need to figure it out. They need to figure it out. Well, they now we need to figure it out. They need to figure it out because it ain't my damn job to figure it out, okay? I don't get paid as much as they do, so y'all figure it out your damn selves. Um, so Potomac, I'll be talking about that. We had to we gotta have a state of the union or a a national address or a state of emergency about Potomac. Something. We go we go figure it out, okay? The people I was go call on here to talk about it. They got a whole lot of things to do this week, so I'm not going to call them. They'll be my guests on next week's episode, which will be very fun. So that'll be, you know, we'll, we'll eat the girls up on that episode. But until then, I want to talk about Squid <laughs> I want to talk about Squid Game Challenge because I'm really enjoying it. And I don't know if y'all start watching it or not. I think I took a poll. I think I did a poll on Instagram, and enough of y'all said y'all were watching it that I just love it. I, I'm still not going to talk about it in depth or anything. But I'm very much obsessed. They finally, on this last crop of episodes, played the game that I was obsessed with. It was the one where you had to draw the numbers. So in this version, I uh, this version, I think it was different than the last, like the one that was on actual scripted TV show, in the sense that they picked a number, like they picked a teddy bear or whatever, and then whatever number it was, they had to hand it out to somebody. So if you wanted somebody to go first, basically ensuring that they, you know, don't make it across, then you get to give them that number. Same with the person you want to save. If you want that person to guarantee go forward, get them the last number. That's how it is. So they did this. They all handed out the numbers or whatever. But right as they were about to go, like start this actual challenge, you know, this is the one where uh, there's a left side and a right side all filled with boxes. It's like a bridge. You get to take one step forward, but you got to pick the left box or the right box. And so then your next step got to be the left box or the right box too. But one of those, only one of those is right. Go on the wrong one. Then like on a TV show, it was really thin glass. So you fell right through it and you fell to your death. On this show, we don't know where the hell they fell to. They fell to oblivion. We just know we didn't see their asses no more. Okay. I don't know where them people at. Okay. That that's just that's just what it is. I don't know where the people's at. I saw Netflix put out a video showing where they went. I didn't watch it because I kind of like the illusion. Okay, I don't know where y'all at. I found out one day. The thing people are mad. I think she's number. I want to say two seventy eight. I think that was her number. It was the black girl. She was the uh. I want to say no. She she was a civil rights like uh investigator. I think it was. And she was the one, she had like her, uh, she had some dreads, everything, 278, yes, 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 278, that's right. Uh, so she, everybody agreed, like right before they started the challenge, they're like, okay, how about we do this? So it's as fair as possible and just like a game of chance as possible. Why don't we make everyone take just one, like pick one, left or right, 
and then the next person behind them overtakes and they take their turn. So that way you're only picking one time and then you're good or you're dead, one of them, instead of like constantly going until, you know, you fall through the glass. Everybody agreed except one girl, but she's like, I didn't agree to that. No, this is a game. You know, this is the game of, uh, you know, basically when it's my turn, it's my turn. Then I'll go and, you know, whatever. She didn't agree to it. People on the internet were pissed, pissed, pissed. They were like, nope. See, Trey fell to his death because you didn't want to go. And so now nah, you right there and you still get a chance to make it across and all like that. And I'm sorry, but I kind of agree with her. Once she knocked Trey ass out, which I was rooting for Trey. I wanted Trey to win. I won't lie. Well, I wanted 430, whatever the boy name is, 4. Uh, I forgot his real name. What's his real No, I know his real name. Um, Bryson. Bryson, 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 one of them. I wanted him to win, but he didn't win. Okay, it's okay. I guess I'm rooting for mine now. I don't know. I don't know who I'm rooting for, but... They can all go, honestly. Um, but she refused, so she didn't go. So dude had to take two turns. He fell to his death, but then she was like, she took her turn. She made it, and now she was on board. She's like, okay, yep, you can overtake it, and they overtook it. So then they tried to, you know, get her out the rest of the time, which, you know, that's a, look, that's one of the prices you pay. You kind of agreed to assist. You didn't want to, you know, you you didn't want to uh, do what the people did, so you got to, you know, sign your fate. But I want to know what y'all think. I personally, I agreed with her. I'm sorry. If I don't agree to something, because a lot of this game was people bullying and strong-arming people into decisions. Mm -mm. If I say no means no. No means no. If I said no, then ah, ah, nope, uh-uh, ain't doing it. Sorry, nope, nope, ain't, isn't shan't for sure not doing it if i say that i'm not doing that i'm not doing it i'm sorry you're not gonna bully me into the decision that works best for you because one thing about it if you got to choose between me or, or, or your old last mama or, or your ugly ass cousin or, or, or your uh, uh, uh raggedy ass brother then you go pick them you're not gonna pick me to get no money to so i'm gonna make my own decision i'm sorry to say but i agree with her. i'm standing beside her be mad if you want to. I'm going to stick beside her. You go believe you, you stand with that. Yep, that's mine. I'm going to stick beside her. <laughs> I'm going to stick beside her. I'm sorry. I, I am because I, I'm, I'm, I'm team sis. I don't know sis name, but I'm team sis, okay? Y'all, the finale is this week. They only got one more episode to drop. We're down to the last three people. It's a great binge. You will love it. If you actually watch it, I know you'll love it. Jump into it. There's somebody in particular I want to try to get on the podcast, so I might go ahead and, you know, track to get on my own, but we'll, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there, okay? Whew, let me go ahead, and I want to talk about a little Bravo, okay? Two shows I want to talk about this week. That is Miami, because we've already talked about Beverly Hills. Ooh, chat. I ain't talking about Salt Lake City, but all there was to talk about on Salt Lake City was that Lisa Barlow is selfish, and she <laughs> had another temper tantrum. It wasn't just, you know, like riveting TV. It was, you know, whatever. Oh, I do know what I want to say about Salt Lake City. Mary Cosby's hair was laid to the gods, and I have never said that about Mary's hair. I don't know what... <laughs> Let me not say that. I don't know who been doing Mary hair this whole time so far. 
But whoever did it this time and has been doing it going forward, they're getting it right. Mary, let them stay on your hair. You know what I believe? This is a message to say. I believe Mary didn't want to go to a punk <laughs> at first. I believe her only options was women that didn't know how to do the texture of her hair or give her a wig that looked like the texture of her hair or go to a punk because, you know, she deep off in the church. But you know what? After the tricks in motel, she's like, you know what? You punks is okay with me. <laughs> She said, you punks is okay with me. She went and sat, she she went and got somebody like Arrogant Tay, but like the Salt Lake City version, whatever that is. She went and got somebody like Arrogant Tay. Maybe we'll call him uh, uh, the pessimistic Trey. I don't know. She went and got uh, uh, pessimistic and he whooped at her back and forth and he did what he needed to do. And now Mary Cosby looked like a whole new woman. It's, it's, it's amazing. I'm shocked. We saw her. Heather was there. I'm sure Heather was shocked. No, not Heather. Monica was there. Monica was there. I'm sure she was shocked, but Monica looked good too, okay? So they was just looking good up in there. Mary, whoever doing your hair, I keep letting them do it. I hope you showed up to the reunion with your hair looking good like you had on this episode. Now, please don't go back to that season one reunion week. This, you know what? Mary's been on this show all this time, and this will only be her second reunion. <laughs> I know that's right, Mary. Me, shoot, because what I'm coming for, y'all don't want to do nothing but cuss me out anyway. Anyway, that was Salt Lake City. One shit else to talk about. Let's go on to Miami. Listen, that basketball game that Larsa, Pippen, Jordan, O'Neal, Curry, James, that she and Marcus had last episode. That listen, y'all got to know y'all restrictions and age limits, okay? I, I'm I gotta know it. The next person got to know. We all got to know it, okay? That game told y'all ass is up. Marisol, arm in a sling. Kiki got a damn walker like she... <laughs> like she been in a nursing home for 20 years. Somebody else got some shit. I think Lisa had to uh go get her foot looked at. This, uh, listen, if you can't do the sports without coming up with a hospital bill, just don't do it. The biggest thing we kind of learned from this first scene, because Kiki hobbled her ass over to Marisol house. They were basically talking about how uh, Marisol doesn't like Adriana, does still. And Kiki still kind of feels some type of way about Larsa not really reaching out to her anymore because of Marcus. She'll see Larsa later on in the episode, and they're going to talk about that. Alexia and Todd invite Dr. Nicole and Anthony to a pizza-making class. Look, Hell hath frozen over. Never did I think I'd see the day. Notice it's just Alexia, though. Alexia, she like, look, I want to be your friend in private. I ain't trying to let these other girls know that I actually like your ass, okay? So just come down to the pizza-making place. We about to uh get a tricep workout, and then we'll, we'll be okay. Don't tell nobody, okay? Look, I'll let you even keep the pizza, okay? You can make one of them nasty ass. Nicole, look, I really like Nicole. Y'all know she's one of my favorites on the cast. Nicole looked like she eat them, uh, what's the name of them pizza? Are they called, are they Mediterranean? What's the name of them pizzas? I be seeing people eat them. No, margarita pizzas. That's it. I be seeing people eat them and I be like, oh, that looks so good. But then when I be thinking about it, I'm like, you know what? If I'm gonna have a cheap meal, that damn sure ain't gonna be it. No, I don't want that. Give me meat lovers. I want some shit that is gonna have me up with a headache later on. The pork, beef, <laughs> chicken, sauce, all kind of shit on mine. Nicole, I, I don't know what kind of pizza you and Anthony made up in there, but 
Child, they should have picked pasta making or something because that damn man had them needing that damn piece of dough for 40 minutes. Them poke got a whole damn arm workout in that class. Triceps busting like a motherfucker. Also, see that uh, no one really knows what's going on with Alexia and Todd. Because even Nicole says we're getting two different versions of the same story. You know, the one and, and, and really three because Adriana has her own version of events too. Alexia's telling one side where he didn't feel comfortable with Adriana being there. Todd saying something, and then Adriana's like, well, I ran into him down there. He's like, we got to work on our marriage. And he said, yes, that's exactly it. So what's the truth? I don't know. You know, they always say it's three sides to every story. Uh, one side, the other side, and the truth. So I don't know. Maybe this is one of those situations. But we already got three sides. So does that mean one of them already telling the truth? Or is there a fourth mystery side? that Todd set up to come at her with the bullshit. Not Todd Tucker, Miami Todd, okay, Alexia Todd. What's his last name? I don't know, but maybe he came at her with the bullshit. I don't know. You know what? It's not my business. Larsa and Marcus. Larsa, Pippen, Jordan, O'Neal, Curry James, then set her ass up and convinced this man to make this musty-ass podcast. Child, why does everybody need to be podcasting now? I just don't get it. The market was already starting to become flooded when I started out, but now everybody and they big back mammy want to get a podcast. And it's one thing if you good at it, okay? Everybody that's out there starting a podcast and you good, you dedicated, you doing it, you know, oh, this, that, you know, then power to you. I'm talking about the celebrities and, you know, what, and the regular people that starting podcasts. Give it two weeks and then be like, mm, it's a lot more work than I thought. I don't want to do it. Or mm, download numbers aren't there. I don't want to do I'm giving, you know, the people that just give up after this. No, if you're not going to come in and stick to it and try to get better and try to build your audience, then keep your ass gone because we don't need all these damn uh, uh, random ass podcasts flooding the waters, okay? That was just my little mini rant. But anyway, it's one thing you're good at it, but Larsa is so monotone. So monotone, and you couple that with Marcus's uh low, the, the, the very white, uh sleepy time, no, <laughs> no stomach flu. What does she say? <laughs> no stomach sneezing medicine to to put you to bed. I forgot what the tagline is. Okay, don't worry about me. But you couple those two together. Mm mm. Bye. Not working, child. Some of y'all probably telling me I should have quit after three and a half years. <laughs> Y'all probably said, bitch, you should have quit before you started. Well, you know what? Fuck y'all. How about that? They talk about how they haven't, like, you know, uh, haven't known each other since he was a kid, which was one of the lies that I was spreading on this very podcast last year, okay? <laughs> I said that lady used to babysit him and everything. Look, I don't feel bad, though. As many people as lost it and lied on, okay? That damn iHeart producer looked so goddamn bored with listening to them talk about, uh, 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 no, you didn't know me, and oh, I don't know, oh, yeah, my dad, uh-huh, it's Michael Jordan, and oh, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, we both, we both like pizza, yeah, pizza's good, uh-huh, yeah, she looks so goddamn bored, what the hell y'all gonna talk about for episode two, cause that, that was y'all whole relationship in a nutshell, we don't really wanna know nothing else, and we don't, I don't know, we just, I don't know if we care, do we care, I don't know, do we care, we don't care. No, Lars, I don't think we care. Hang it up, flat screen. I don't want to hear this podcast no more. And please wrap it up so that our heart can get a deal to somebody else, child. Lord, the scene 
where Julia calls Marisol to invite her to the fuck cancer party that she's throwing for Martina. Listen, at first, Marisol was so damn excited for the party. Oh, I'm glad she called me. Oh, what a nice gesture. Oh, this sounds like it's going to be so fun. But then she found out that it was going to be at Adriana's house. Child, Marisol said, well, look at the time. I forgot I got to braid the hair on my legs that day. The, uh, they don't sell nary at Walmart anymore. Best wishes, bitches. I know that's right. Marisol said, look, these producers can trick me into a lot of shit. They can't trick me into going to enemy territory, okay, and uh, uh, having to fight this lady. And you Listen, y'all remember back in the day, Adriana was quick to put her hands on somebody. Marisol probably caught them hands a few times. She ain't stupid. She ain't trying to go back. I know that's right. If you got to fight that lady, fight her on your turf, okay? You bring her to your house or bring her to one of your favorite restaurants where you know where the stuff is, where you can slang at her in case you need to because Adriana, she used to swing on y'all asses and it wasn't always pretty. Ask Joanna Krupa, okay? <laughs> oh, mess. Also, okay. The scene where Adriana gets this ketamine shot, I'm uh, I'm gonna be honest. I didn't know much about ketamine, I guess, because I didn't know it did all this. Like Adriana was broken down into tears, screaming and crying, saying she missed her father. Now, child, y'all know uh, me watching Coco or Luca on Disney Plus makes me have the same damn reaction. So I know, I know I don't need to have no damn ketamine. Keep me away from danger. Stranger danger. Keep the ketamine away from me. I remember being in the hospital. Let me tell y'all something. When you be really feeling bad, these folk in these hospitals try to put anything in your body. Y'all better watch them. That lady came in there. She said, well, we can either do this or we can uh, give you a shot of morphine. I said, now, ain't shit on me wrong enough for y'all to be trying to give me some damn morphine. What are y'all trying to give me morphine for? What the hell I need? What Do I look like I need morphine? Uh, uh, next, you'll be trying to give me some damn oxycodone. Then I'll be on that damn uh, dope sick like the rest of them. Uh-uh, nope. I ain't doing it. Y'all ain't about to get me hooked on nothing. I, I, I be damned. Be damned. Okay, look. Y'all know they be switching scenes quick. I don't know how they wound up on a boat, but Lisa, her man Jody, Lassa, her man Marcus, and single Kiki all wound up on a boat somewhere. I don't know if this was for charity, if they was just full la line on this boat, lollygagging and you know, uh, doing what the hell they weren't supposed to be doing, committing crime. I don't know what they was doing on this boat. You know, there might be international waters, okay? A lot of stuff might fly out there. I don't know. This ain't Ozarks, but it might be, okay? Uh, they they wound up on a boat. That's all I know. And I know Kiki kind of took the opportunity to confront Larsa about not having time for her anymore now that she's with Marcus. Okay, I want to ask y'all, how do you feel about this? What personality type are you? Like, are you Wendy Williams where she used to say, you know, once she gets a man, friends are kind of on a back burner because a friend can't keep you warm at night and a friend can't shoot up the club and give you a house full of kids? Or are you like Kiki and saying, like, you should be able to balance having a man and friends at the same time? Which one are you? Are you A or B? Matter of fact, if you're on Spotify, Make that the question and answer, okay? I want to know which one of you. Are you A, which is the Wendy Williams type, or are you B? And I want you to explain why, okay? I'll publish some of the good answers because y'all know y'all be tickling me over there. Um, I know how Larsa feels <laughs> because Larsa said, look, I've been single for five years. 
girl, fuck a friend. I need, I'd rather fuck a man instead. Lots of people joining on Neil Curry James ain't got time for no damn friends. Clearly, the way she, the way she told everybody in Miami that Gertie uh, had breast cancer, clearly she ain't got time for no damn friends because she treating y'all any damn way she want to, and yet here y'all are. If I told you once, I told you twice. QB wrote the QD. Look, them constantly showing Julia practicing singing. Y'all, I'm not going to be okay after a while, okay? Them showing this lady singing before this damn party started. And when I tell y'all, I had tears in my eyes. Am I the only one that's laughing this? And I, I don't mean to laugh. I'm not trying to be mean. Y'all don't know I don't like to be mean. I like to be funny. I don't mean to be mean. But Julia, when I say she tickles me every single week when they show her singing this song. And the, I, this might be crazy to say. I feel like the first episode we saw her practicing... She sounded better than like whatever this finished result is about to be. And that's crazy as hell to say because has the teacher been making you worse? Like, are you paying to get, <laughs> you should be paying to get better, right? Like, are you paying for tragedy? Like, I don't get it. I don't know. But every time, listen, I want no more good. Okay. Julia has got to be stopped. Y'all know this is the type of shit that tickles me. Okay. Anyway, at the actual party, Gertie finds out from Dr. Nikki Parker, I mean, uh, Dr. Nicole, that Larsa believes Gertie is faking cancer. Okay, Larsa, now we didn't let you go low many a times. We didn't let you go low many a time. This is the lowest you have ever been. I don't know if you're going to be able to fight your way back, sis, but you are horrible. Terrible, horrible, no good, very bad, okay? Larsa didn't tell her draws with us because I, I know you fucking lying. Faking cancer? What she look like, Brooks? Like, stop it. Faking cancer. Greg owes you $10,000. Like, stop it, Larsa. By the way, all the ladies look really gorgeous at this party, too. But I feel like everybody, like, stepped their personal fashion game up. Gertie just looked like a regular princess. You know who Gertie reminded me of? Gertie was giving me Lupita Nyong'o when she won her Oscar. Y'all remember that baby blue dress where she was kind of, like, dressed up as, oh, boy. We, I, you know I'm so bad with my damn Disney princess. Which one be wearing a blue, okay? Hold on. Let's see. I'm about to Google this right now. Live Googling. Live Googling. Disney princess blue dress. Who is that? Um, Chad, not just showing me that. Oh, uh, okay. Mm. Chad, they got Tiana in a blue dress. That ain't her. Cinderella. Is it Cinderella? Cinderella wear a blue dress? I guess so. Why was I thinking Snow White? Oh, well. Listen, I ain't, I ain't got time. I know Belle, the one that be uh, hunching on their beast, I believe she uh, wore the yellow one. That's all I know, okay? This this ain't got nothing to do with nothing, but they all look good, uh, especially Gertie, okay? Uh, Dr. Nicole looked fantastic, too. Uh, by the time Larsa showed up, everybody else with the exception of Lisa was already there. Gertie was wrapping Larsa's ass up, and Larsa was acting like she didn't know why, girl, you know why i don't know why you acting you know why larsa larsa was probably six minutes away from announcing that uh gertie had breast cancer on that damn sleepy ass that that podcast feel like it's you know them apps that you put on at night not a white noise app but the one you put on and uh like kelly Rowland be talking to <laughs> kelly Rowland be talking to you to put you to sleep it feel like it's one of them apps Except it's not supposed to put you to sleep, but it th that's what it is. Larsa, that podcast, hang it up flat screen. Plasma, okay? <laughs> Asthma, as a matter of fact. Uh, just listen. Uh, uh, 
Oh, Lord. The, the episode ends with them finding out that the police just showed up at Lisa's house. Why? I don't know, but they over there, okay? Matter of fact, you look, Lenny always gave me scammer type, so they probably kicking down that damn door to, uh, to execute a search warrant, but you didn't hear that from me. Look, allegedly, allegedly, I don't know. I'm just making some shit up, okay? <laughs> Let's go on to Merit Medicine, which... Unlike Potomac on Sunday nights, I feel like it's firing on all cylinders. Even though Phaedra got a, uh, supposedly got a doctor boyfriend and we still ain't met the man yet. But that's okay. I guess he ain't never got to appear. That's all right. He ain't got to go nowhere. That's all right because Phaedra is perfect on the show. So you just, you you stay wherever you at hidden in a closet or in a, a garage, a car, a baseboard. I don't know where you at, sir, but you just stay over there and just let, you know. Let Phaedra do her thing because we're really enjoying her. Married to Medicine. The episode jumps off with Quad and Heavenly. No, Phaedra and Heavenly going over to Quad's house and told that lady all about Sweet Tea and Dr. Gregory's wedding, a.k.a. her ex-husband, okay? Over there just uh, 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 jaw-jacking and lollygagging, okay? Phaedra was telling her about all the shit that she hated in the wedding, like them balled up, wrinkled up ass sheets and drapes that they had hanging down, them funeral home program. <laughs> now look, sweet tea, I've been trying to defend you. Them did look like some damn uh funeral home. You know, every time your grandmama goes, she, did you give me a copy of the program? That's exactly what they look like. You know, you had that person floating up in the clouds and they always pick an old picture, like the high school yearbook picture. He died at the age of 82, but for some reason you got that 1922 high school graduating pitch out there, and he's smiling his ass off, sitting up in the clouds, talking about uh, uh, rest in peace, Lester Jr. It'd be a lot of good bullshit, but I, I, sweet tea, I can't lie. That's, that's kind of that's what he was giving, sis. I'm sorry. Uh, all that while Heavenly told her that she was crossed off the damn guest list the exact day of all quad love this. Cause you know, quad's whole thing with Heavenly is you switched up on me. You want to be good friends with, with, uh, sweet tea, lemonade, Lipton, Alma Palmer, but you didn't want to be good friends with me. You wanted to abandon me. You know, quad, listen, quad is always going to have a Shakespearean soliloquy every time she enters the scene. She always wants to tell you what you've done wrong to her. Whole lot of playing victim and a villain at the same time, according to Beyonce. Hit it. I'm just saying, it's a lot of that, okay? But I'll let just for the uh to kind of set up the theatrics later on to come in the episode. Okay. Cecil and Simone. And I don't know why it took this episode for all this to click for me, but does it not feel like <sighs> okay? Cecil comes in the room. Let me kind of set up the scene first. Cecil comes in the room and Simone has tons of pictures out so that they can make a collage, you know, for whenever they're not feeling the happiest or whenever they're fighting about something. It's kind of like a mood board or a vision board to like get them back in a good place whenever they like stray from God. Okay. Why does it always feel like Simone and Cecil are like fighting their hardest to like not get a divorce and I know that sounds horrible because I know they love each other I know they love each other but it just seems like they kind of fight harder than most to not separate and Cecil always has like this kind of like permanent smile on his face that I know <laughs> he be putting on for them cameras because I know him and Simone be 
cussing like dogs when them cameras go out. They be sick of this shit. And I know if Simone ass can get that damn loud on camera, oh, when them cameras gone, I know she be breaking sound barriers with that motherfucking voice. You know what, Simone? I ain't mad at you because I done broke a few sound barriers too. Don't be pissing me off. I don't mean to laugh, but it just feels like they're always doing something to hold on. Cecil's always holding his tongue. Simone is always ready to try a new activity that'll would seem like, say, the marriage. I don't know. It always seems like it's always like a last-ditch effort, but they're still together after all these years, okay? I love them as a couple, but it kind of stresses me out a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Now, the latest thing that we've got to fight through is whether or not to keep footing the bill for the kids that don't want to graduate from school with they uh, Van Wilder asses. <laughs> and if you ain't never seen that movie, you're too young, okay? Listen, I'm team both of them. I'm team Simone because you got me fucked up. I ain't constantly going to pay this high-ass bill when your ass trying to creep through college. You trying to be a 19-year a, a, a senior. Uh-uh, bring your ass up out of there. Y'all remember Chardonnay on the game played by Brandy? You remember she was talking about how she don't pay student loans because every year she <laughs> she talked about how she signed up for a new elective every year. And one year she was taking, uh, what was it? Tribal uh, painting or some shit. Like she said something like that. How she always taking just the most random class. So, you know, when you in school, you ain't got to pay back them loans yet. Child, Brandy, all right. I keep playing with them folk. I should know because I'm playing with them naturally. Anyway, let me not uh, implicate my damn self. <laughs> Before them folk come after me and snatch this podcast, the fuck. Phaedra is driving around with two men, uh, men in black, child, <laughs> and looking like uh, driving Miss Daisy while she at it. And they dropping off invitations for the same event that Quad is gonna, you know, do theatrics and stunts at later on. It's all about resurrection and rebirth. Later in the episode, Toya invites Sweet Tea and Simone over. And this is when they learn that Sweet Tea has been having like irregular bleeding. She's just on a, uh, you know, her, her monthly, her time of the month. And uh, uh, her and Gregory could not consummate the wedding, even though I'm sure they've been consummating their asses off before this. But they could not consummate the wedding because she was having irregular bleeding. And, you know, Simone tells her this is a bad thing. And they got to talk about that. You know, we love the the real moments on her. Child, B.B. Judy and uh the brat was on her earlier, too. They asked, they when I, they must be getting a check for doing Married to Medicine as much as they doing. They know they tickles me. On one show, you actually see them with the babies. Uh, <laughs> you know, you I t- Bravo is the one, like, network that takes so long to put out a new season of a reality show. When I tell you, first of all, Zeus puts out 17 seasons of baddies every year, okay? And they all be starring Natalie Nunn and Rowley. So you ain't got to wait for a cast change or nothing. Bravo is the only one you got to wait a year and a half to see what the hell folk been up to the whole damn time. That's a that's a, that's a a rant for another day, but whatever, child. Um, More importantly, that's when we find out that it, literally everybody except Sweet Tea was invited to Phaedra's whatever this is. Toya's messy ass though. Look, I keep telling y'all, Toya is the linchpin of marriage to medicine. Heavenly might be the most vocal mess, but Toya, Toya is really like the the heartbeat of the show, okay? The day that Toya and Big Genie leave will be a sad day for me. First Mariah and Toya, I won't be able to stand it, okay? I hate it! 
Uh, Toya's messy ass told Sweet Tea to just ride with her and Simone, and then they'll make a copy of the invitation so it looked like she like looked like she got invited in the first place. Like Phaedra won't go damn remember. I know that's right, Toya. You might not be the uh, <laughs> that might not have been the best plan, but damn it, you executed it. That's all that matter. A lot of them don't even execute their plans, so don't let them talk bad about you, Toya. Okay. We get to the event, and let me just say this. Toya looked the fuck good, okay? They all look good, but Toya looked it good. Now, y'all know uh, uh, Toya be the one that be dressing and hitting on this damn show. Toya looked it good, okay? I said Toya first, quad second, and now that Phaedra here, Phaedra be giving looks too. Now, it be a little, it be a little in the casket with Phaedra, but Phaedra be looking good too, okay? Phaedra really stepped it up. You know, Phaedra, you know, towards uh, the end of her tenure on the Atlanta Housewives, Phaedra was killing them confessional looks. So that's just Phaedra. Now, y'all remember when we got this open the cast before reveal moment during the trailer, we all hoped it was Mariah. This was the lamest reveal ever, like in history, because we all knew it was going to be quad. Like all this for quad who don't even want to be on the show in the first place. This is wild. I will say, though. Phaedra is messy as hell because when she called Toya a tennis expert, I hollered. She said, we got dentists, gynecologists, and tennis experts. Now, you ain't have to say that, Toya. I would have got up and uh, <laughs> swung one of them pews at Phaedra. You ain't going to be calling me all kind of shit. I mean, look, Toya better than me because I would have been like, what, jealous? Shoot, you got to work 18-hour days while I get to keep this body tight playing tennis all day until my badass kids get home from school. Ah. Ah, nanny, boo, boo, ah. Don't be mad at Toya. Toya got it made around that joint. If Eugene okay with her not working, then damn it, it should be okay with y'all too. I know that's right, Big Genie. Child, Big Genie was working 24-hour days to <laughs> during the pandemic to keep shit on. But you know what? Keep it going, Big Genie. I, I, I like me some Eugene, okay? The funniest part about Quad jumping out the casket was how hard Heavenly was laughing. Toya, once again, being the messiest person in the room, asked, is Mariah going to come out too? <laughs> I kind of love that shade. Toya truly hates Quad. Simone and Sweet Tea are, are just not amused, and Heavenly is here for the mess. Y'all know Dr. Jackie just, Dr. Jackie be wondering why the hell y'all keep inviting her to this shit. Jackie be like, look, I can be selling some, uh, what's it called, Queen V or uh, 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 rejuvenating some coochie, but y'all got me around here watching this lady jump out of damn casket. What the hell are we really doing with our lives? Quad goes around trying to, like, see who wants to bury their trauma and grief and strife and all this kind of shit within the group, and Jackie, like, I, I don't have none, so just go to the next person. Heavenly, though, she said, I ain't got no beef with anybody either, especially you, sweet tea. I don't have nothing against you. I don't know what's wrong, like what we went wrong, like what happened, why you, you know, disinvited me to the wedding, like what happened? Sweet tea got it started in that funeral home, okay? Sweet tea said she called out Heavenly for saying that her marriage was going to fail, which she did at the bachelorette party. She just didn't know that she would hear it because she only said it to that bridesmaid, but that bridesmaid ran and told it, Okay. Child, Sweet T said Heavenly told her she went upside Dr. Damon's head with a frying pan and baby Phaedra went off. But see, y'all not asking the right questions. My question after hearing this was, like, was it a non-stick skillet? Was it one of them Rachel Ray skillets from Target? Is Heavenly strong enough for, like, to be all up in Buckhead swinging one of them cast iron skillets? That's what I got questioned about. What kind of skillet was it like? Could you work on the bear? 
Like, could you be in the kitchen? Yes, chef. And you, you know, you swinging skillets like that. Like, how, how, how did you go upside that man's head? And did you, what, like, what angle did you go? Did you go, you know, round the back of his head? Did you slide it up across the side? Did you go right towards the forehead? Like, where did you hit him on? The, where did you hit that man with that skillet? That's what I want to know. And I, before anything, know, I need to know what kind of skillet it was. I got questions, chicken. That, that shit set heavenly off, so I got a thousand questions. And Simone had the whole sweet tea back, so I don't know what the hell was going on. Quad starts going around and not apologizing to anyone, but kind of just telling them, uh, we okay. We over it. We not beefing no more. Wait, where? Wait, how you going to tell me our beef is over? How you going to tell me what I'm over, okay? When you got beef with me, you got beef with me. Forever, okay? Shout out to Cardi. Be her loving hip-hop days, okay? Toya said, damn, I'll let. And Quad said, well, girl, that's fine. And then she went on to the repass, okay? <laughs> Toya and Quad are never gonna like each other no more. I just don't, they, I honestly know what they fighting up with. Well, I do because last season they was both throwing some nastiness out there at each other. Quad said that uh, Toya was the reason Anila got robbed. She was saying that she was cheating on Big Genie uh, because his dick was small with some man in the neighborhood. Uh, uh, Toya had said, what Toya had said? Toya had said that Quad was uh, messing with her contractor, something like that. But she she said she didn't say it. But then Quad said, yes, you did. And she said, yeah, I said it today. So I don't know who to believe out there. I just know that they can't stand each other. Uh, Toya said, damn, I'll let, and Quad said, girl, that's fine. They went on down to the repast, and then that's when they got it right back cracking. Child, they almost came to blows. I think Toya touched Quad at one point. Quad snatched the hand away. They almost came into it. Somebody had to step between them. Ooh, Lord. Now, y'all know Toya like to fight, especially about pools, and y'all know it's probably a baptism pool somewhere in that damn funeral home, so I don't know why the hell y'all trying Toya next to a body of water, but y'all better than me. Phaedra, that event was a damn mess, but it sure was entertaining, okay? Marital Medicine gives me what I need. Miami, the girls give me what I need. I'm thoroughly enjoying Beverly Hills this season because, look, we if you listen to this podcast, you know we've been looking for a Kyle takedown season. Not even because I dislike Kyle. It's just that she's been long overdue for a takedown season. So it's her turn in the hot seat. You got to pay with your way, and I'm enjoying it. Salt Lake City, of course, thoroughly enjoying that because I don't know what the hell they're doing half the time, and it really entertains me. So, Bravo, you're okay with me right now. We just got to fix one show, and I'll come back later on this week to talk about how. Y'all, I've been Kendrick, and I'll see ya. Oh, wow. You sat through that entire episode? Well, aren't you special? You deserve a treat. Why don't you head on over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and leave me a five-star rating and review for free. Need to contact me? Email me at realitycomics2 at gmail.com. Follow me on Instagram for hilarious memes and up-to-date information about the podcast at realitycomics2. That's T-O-O. Reality and Comics 2 is a Cloud 10 and iHeartMedia podcast. This is Kendrick, and I'll see you. Seeking the truth never gets old. 
Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.